Well, she's as cute as she can be She's a distant cousin But she's not too distant with me We kiss, we kiss all, night. all night I sleep is her tight But we're kissing cousin That's what makes it all right, all right, all right, all right Oh, I've got a gal and she told me how to live What's up? John Boy and Jake Radio, December 4th, Tuesday, Dead Tuesday. Elvis died on his toilet, had a heart attack trying to take a shit. He was 42 years old. It was 1977. This is a song about him kissing his cousin, though, Jake. You like it? Don't Kissing your cousin or the song? Both. Open forum. Uh, little column A, little column B. Well, they were kissing cousins, <clears throat> which sure. was a term that, like, hey, we're related, but you're not my first cousin, right. so we're allowed to kiss. Yeah. That's how the Amish get by. Shout out to all of our Amish li- listeners on this Wednesday afternoon morning. Yeah, if they're listening... To John Boy and Jake Radio, that would mean they're on Rumspringa, which would mean they're like 16 years old. And if you're an Amish kid on Rumspringa and you're 16 years old, go do something better than listen to a podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> you only got so much time. Let, let your hairs down. Also, <clears throat> join society. Don't go back to the Amish. Oh. Get shunned, bitch. Do it. Tough, you man. won't. Tough. You can go back to your family in the Amish. And yeah. fuck, fuck your cousin. I don't care. That's the only bad thing about the Amish. Happy, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Elvis. What's today? Is today Tuesday? Yeah, it's Tuesday. It's, oh, it's, man. It's Dead Tuesday. That's why we played Elvis. He died. <laughs> <clears throat> Good one. <laughs> what? Elvis, bro? Oh, you don't, think he, you don't think he died? Yeah. Yeah, Elvis is dead, Jim. Yeah. Uh, on the Wikipedia page, they have some quotes from Elvis. This one says, ambition is a dream with a V8 engine. Yeah, Hell yeah, man. Truth is like the sun. You can shut it out for a time, but it ain't going no way. What was that? That was me reading, uh, truth is like the sun. You can shut it out for a time, but it ain't going away. Kissing Cousins was a movie Elvis did. Nice. Were uh, called Kissing Cousins, and that was a song from the movie. There's a scene in it where he, Elvis plays cousins, like one's a hillbilly and one's an army guy, and they fight at one point. It's probably like huge for cinema to have the same actor fight himself on screen. Then there There's was two, two two Elvises, two Elvi, yeah. Okay, so this is this is the news. Um. Because I don't think anyone listening knew that. That there's that he played himself in a movie? That he played two people in a movie is what you just told us. He did. He played two people. Correct. Like, right, uh, right, right, right. That was, the, that was the pertinent information that we caught at the end of the tale. I don't think it's that crazy. A lot of actors have played two characters in one movie before. Right, but I don't think... A lot of people would say, A, he was Elvis in movies. Oh, okay, cool. He probably made a couple cameos. B, okay, so he played two characters in the same movie and they fought each other. This is 
Yeah, the fight was fun, but dude, Elvis was in a ton of movies. What are you talking about? Thanks for listening today, Jake and John Boy Radio. How's everybody doing today? I'm doing good. Yeah, Elvis was like a movie star and a and a and a singer. Yeah, people know him for his music. Oh yeah, for sure. I didn't know that <laughs> Kissing Cousins song before, but that was it's a fun song, Kissing Cousins. I was kind of shocked. I don't think that's a common term anymore. I think people don't like that term. Yeah, you know, the hipsters will get their hands on it. It'll be cool again at some point. It's when ever, the world's ready. You ever kissed one of your cousins? No. You ever kissed someone that is a cousin to someone else? Oh, sure. A lot Almost of everyone I've kissed. Almost. wonder if there's someone out there that doesn't have any cousins. It's got to be. That would be something. Oh, yeah. It's got to be. It'd be two only parents. Two only parents marry, and then they have one kid. Two only children. Then marry. they could have many kids. Yeah. So two only children. <laughs> two only children marry, and that's all you need. Two only children marry. Bingo. Wow, that's probably common. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I have like twenty cousins. Yep. And now I got a whole slew of second cousins because my cousins are having babies. It's actually first cousins once removed. All right, what are you doing? You want to do sports? There's nothing in the tri-state. I'll, I'll, I'll whip this through real quick. You ready? What are you talking about? The New York Knicks lost by three points to the Washington Wizards. The Rutgers basketball played another map game, map game, this time losing to five to the 12th-ranked Wisconsin Badgers. Need a map update. St. John's basketball is still undefeated, sitting at 7-0. and That's all I got. There's really not a lot in the tri-state area for sports. Another map game? Playing a ranked team? Wow. They gave a game, Jim. They did. They only lost by five. Who'd your, uh, who'd your St. Johnny's beat? They didn't play yesterday. They're just seven and zero. Oh, we just want to get it out there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you just added it to the list because because Congrats, there's nothing guys. there's nothing going on. Good, good job. You're still seven and zero. You know what I did? I tried to find like local high school news. Sure. Um, but then I was I like did like one Google search and I just said like New Jersey high school sports, and I was like I don't fucking. I, it was too much effort for the joke. So I didn't okay. do it. But yeah, Rutgers, map game, New York. Anything about this Knicks game? Oh my God, Jim. Yes. So the Knicks, Knicks are down big late. Um, they're down like 12. I think there's four minutes left. And that was the biggest lead of the game the Wizards have had. Um, and think it, I think it even got up to like... I want to say 14, 15, whatever. So the and the commentators are saying, because the Knicks had a big comeback their last game against Milwaukee, and they were like, yeah, this Knicks team doesn't have any quit, but it's not looking good tonight, blah, blah, blah. So Knicks start coming back. They go on a 12-0 run to the point that they're down three. But, Jim, in that 12-point run, they had a steal in Courtney Lee, who was having his first game back after being injured. He stole it wide open and missed the layup. So it would have been 
a one-point lead with, like, 35 seconds left. Instead, it was three points, and then Washington hit a three on that next possession. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty nuts. Um, but, again, it's one of those everyone's everyone's probably happier that they did lose. Wow, Trier, bad, bad plus minus. Yeah, he played bad. Uh, Frank it got Frank with second. the DNPCD. Yep. Uh, and, yeah, I think normally this would be more alarming, but uh, Fizdale's been doing that to uh, to guys this season, kind of taking their turns. Uh, Damian Dotson, who had another really solid game, was at a really solid season. Um, he had four straight, so... Um, and he had some weird quotes that were like, yeah, you know, when Fisdale benched me, uh, you know, he talks to you and tells you why you're being benched. And it's like, ah, okay. So what's what's that what's that mean? Um, but yeah, there's still a lot of chaos in in Nick's Nick's nation because they're they're not playing Frank. And it's I like, guess, hey, I mean Fisdale can communicate. Like that's why the Yankees wanted Boone instead of Girardi. Because if a guy wasn't in the lineup, Girardi wouldn't let them know the reason or why. And Boone can talk to these the young kids and be like, no, 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 we're just looking at things. We're doing this, doing it. Don't worry, don't worry. So I guess Fizdale's smooth talking Dotson. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what you need out of these new coaches. You can't just be mean. Oh, disagree. Don't tell that to Belichick or right. Urban Cryer. Ooh, coming up. You want to just get there? There's nothing else local. Um, I will. Okay. Yeah. We're out of the local news. We're into the national news. Everyone woke up to the news this Tuesday morning that Urban Meyer will retire for the Buckeyes his second time retiring. After this upcoming Rose Bowl, they're going to hand the keys to the kingdom to the offensive coordinator. Urban Meyer kind of leaked out this year that he's a bad guy. Mariners, another trade. We could do this every day. Gene Segura, all-star shortstop, and a couple relievers traded for J.P. Crawford. Big-time prospect has some potential, Jim, and Carlos Santana. Monday Night Football, your Redskins take on the Philadelphia Beagles. Uh, Eagles run away with it. Redskins have their second quarterback break their leg Colt McCoy got to see the Mark Sanchez show uh Eagles win six and six ah Jimmy's prediction for NFC East teams losing and the Giants come back and winning maybe Heisman finalist two tobacco Dwayne Haskins and a center fielder Kyler Murray Jim wrote down Warriors meningitis I'll let him talk about that and that's your news Monday night football. Eagles Eagles won. I saw one play. Do you see that? I walked to the liquor store to get Katie at 100 Grand Bar. Right. right? It's, the, it's literally across the street. I walked in. Guys got the football game on. As I'm paying, we're paying, I uh, hear the TV. And he's like, and Brett brings in Mark Sanchez, who they signed on November 19th. And I'm like, oh, shit, Sanchez. And I tell the guy at the liquor store, I'm like, you see this? He's like, yeah, dude, I've been watching the game. Like, yeah. Okay, okay. Why don't you shut up? 
And then hands it off to Peterson. Beautiful handoff. 90-yard run. I'm like, hey, shit. Wow. And then I went home, and I didn't. Well, that's the only play I saw from the entire game. You're the Redskins. Good luck, Charm. My, my watches play to good play ratio is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, kind, kind of funny. Adrian Peterson, I think, oldest guy with a 90-yard run. I think something else that was funny is that he had a 90-yard run, but he didn't break 100 he only got yards. 100 yards. Yeah, I saw that. Um, that's you, wanna know, a, you know what I thought about that run? What did you like think I left, about that run? I left the liquor store, and then I wanted to go back and see the replay. Sure. So I'm interested where Peterson met up with his lineman and Sanchez to celebrate the touchdown. Right. Because, like, he was gone. Yeah. He's about 50 yards ahead of the rest of his team by the time he scores. Yeah, that's a that's a meet me on the sideline kind of deal. So it's like, do you run back to your lineman? Do the line the lineman? There's no way those guys are running to the end zone to celebrate with him. No, no, you get you get one and a half wide receivers to celebrate with you down in the end zone. But yeah, everyone else is. I'll you know we'll we'll meet you at the bench, bud. Yeah, hit me by the enjoy gas it. Tank. You just yeah. ran ninety. <laughs> you deserve all the credit, bud. Uh, give Sanchez some. Yeah, good handoff. The the Eagles were like, oh shit, Mark uh, Jim. I actually I should have made you watch a little more when Sanchez was in because again he got signed like two weeks ago. Yeah, well he's suspended for drugs. Um, well yeah, and Alex Smith broke his leg, and then now Colt McCoy breaks his leg. But yeah, dude. So they put Sanchez in there, and it's like it's one of those situations. I don't know if he knows the plays. They were basically doing dump pass to the running back every time. <laughs> Dude, he didn't know the plays when he was on the Jets. Well, no, he he knew the plays. He just couldn't execute them. He They made him do an armband on with red, green, and yellow. <laughs> like, And they had to simplify the whole entire playbook when he was with the Jets. Yeah, I mean, this is this is years ago. and but but I'm saying yeah. if he was with a team for four years and they had to simplify it for him then, I'm, I'm guessing... When he comes to a team for two weeks, <laughs> he's got more time to study, I guess. Yeah, kind of. Um, so, yeah, that, that that wraps up, I mean, what was it, week week 12, week 13 in the NFL? It's start, starting to sneak by, Jim. It's kind of um, funny, though. They're like, Sanchez is in. He's going to throw it. Let's, let's bring the house, and then they just run it right past him. Yeah, for that. Well, that was the one play. That's what I was saying. The rest of the game was like it was like pretty sad, except they tried one <laughs> one kind of cool trick play that was a step away from being really cool. And we'd be talking about it right now, but it didn't work. Um, so, yeah, we just we just need the Cowboys to to go one and three. Giants went out. Skins. They don't Eagles even have go to win two out. and two. Problem solved. Giants don't even have to win out, right? If they win out, they'd be 500. Well, yeah, you still have the 7 and 9 dream happening. I I don't know about that cuz the Cowboys just have to win one of their last four games. Oh, yeah, but they won't in my dream. Okay. So, you know, I didn't have any bad dreams last night. Woohoo. That's pretty good. That is good news. It's good news. All right, I will have a question. Urban Meyer says he's retiring, right? Again. Right. Is this NFL rumors? Is it just cuz like he's a bad guy? What are your what's your thoughts? I think it's just kind of bad guy. His time is up. I think there's a little like the health stuff is somewhat real. Like he's he's an older guy that does a stressful job. Yeah, 
Um, I don't think the NFL is into Urban Meyer anymore. Um, I saw Packers rumors. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I, I guess you could say that. I mean, it, the whole thing is supposed to be Aaron Rodgers, you know, kind of doesn't doesn't respect his coach anymore for Urban Meyer, a college guy, and Aaron Rodgers. That doesn't make any sense. A, a lot of people were saying the Cleveland Browns because Ohio State, Cleveland Browns. Um, I don't believe that either. I, I mean, he's he's an old guy with quote with some health issues, who's not. I mean, he's a really good college coach, but he has no pedigree in the NFL. I just, I I don't see it happening. I think it's just people wanting to talk about something. So will um, he come? You think he's going to come back again after this retirement, or you think he's I could, actually? I could see him coming back to a college team. He 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 does love it, and it's uh I don't know, man. He's just like. The the whole scandal that started the season, everyone everyone kind of sh- saw his true true colores a little bit. Um, he's not that old. He's only fifty four. Yeah, but he it, it get, Jimmy. He literally him and his wife have quotes that are like, "Yeah, when 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 it's when he's winning, he feels a lot better. But he's when he's when he loses a game, the the stress is too much for him. And it's like, well, who are you then? Yeah. This is sports." It's a like, good motivation for his team. And he... he you better he, win you know, or I'll die. Yeah. Well, well, we hate you, coach. You're dead. Um, <laughs> no, he'll he'll probably get another college program at some point, and he'll, he'll be really good. Um, but, yeah, the NFL stuff doesn't make any sense. So I, um, y- your favorite game used to be guessing celebrities' ages back in college? Sure. I'm going to give you some college football coaches. Favorite game is pretty strong, but okay. Yeah, I use favorite so loosely it pisses Katie off. Sure. Because uh, I just say it as like, you like this. I just use the right. word favorite. I've, I've come to recognize that about myself, but I haven't changed it. Okay. Uh, Nick Saban, how old do you think he is? Nick Saban is 55. Nick Saban is 67. Wow, I was going to go 61, and then I just pulled it back. You pulled it back. Um, yeah. This is an old article, so now it's wrong, and I don't know any other college coaches. So, there you go. My so. favorite game. <laughs> you like doing it with well with. Uh, all right, how old is Brian Kelly? Brian Kelly, oh, talk about handsome. Um, I'm just gonna guess 55 for everyone. <laughs> that's your that's your yeah. standard. Uh, he's 57, so not bad. There you go. Not bad. How old is Dan Hurley, basketball coach? Hurley? I think he's like 43, something like that. Dan Hurley is, boom, 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 45. There you go. Born in Jersey City. All right, what other uh, news? The Mariners trade, we kind of texted about this, but um, you think our audience likes baseball? People like, people like know of baseball. baseball. I still, I like, yeah, it's so regional, though, that I think a lot of people don't care about these moves like that nah. I mean, they traded with the Phillies. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, the, I don't understand this trade at all. Jake made a little more sense of it, but I still don't really get it because the Mariners are trying to rebuild, but this trade more to me seems like they're just trying to dump players more than they're trying to get good players in, which usually rebuilding teams, you want to dump players in return for a whole slew of good players. So th- they got, they dumped Segura, um, Pazos, Segura's a good shortstop all-star, as Jake said. 
and um, but he does have clubhouse issues, maybe. But still, really good player. Uh, Pazos is a really good reliever from the Yankees originally, and really good reliever for the Mariners. And who was the other guy for the Mariners that they got that the Phillies got? Uh, they got the other reliever, Nicasio, who was was a good holds guy in fantasy baseball this year for yeah. all our fantasy baseball fans out there, but his ERA was pretty bad. So they dumped three MLB-ready players, which is what they're trying to do. But my right. confusion is they got back Carlos Santana, which is a straight money swap. Like, they just took that money off the books right, for the Phillies. And then J.P. Crawford, who's played parts of the last two seasons, was a huge prospect for the Phillies and put up decent numbers in those two parts of MLB seasons. So they have five years of control on J.P. Crawford. But usually there would be two other guys coming to the Mariners that are might not pan out, most likely won't pan out, but at least there's the possibility they can. But there's none of those other guys here. Like when you're rebuilding, so for instance, the Yankees, they have this pitcher called Domingo Herman. He came over as the extra crap in a Martin Prado, Nathan Avaldi trade. And it was like, well, we're going to need one more bit. Throw us Domingo Herman. He doesn't, he looks like nothing right now. Just throw him in. And now Domingo Herman played in the MLB for the Yankees. Uh, they also have the MLB, the Yankees' top prospect right now, or one of their top pitching prospects, Mike King was a complete throw-in guy from the Marlins trade right. who, who was not supposed to become anything, and then he developed. In, so there's usually these other guys that then you hope they come into things. When the Yankees traded Andrew Miller to the Cleveland Indians, they got three guys back. They got, no, they got four guys back. Two relievers who, hey, Fire Eisen and Heller, maybe they'll become something. Clint Frazier and Justice Sheffield, who are top prospects. Right. So, but like, why did the Mariners not request those extra little throw-in guys. That's what's weirding me out. Yeah, and 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 that's somewhat fair. I guess I guess the thing is, I mean, Crawford, the guy, the guy that they're getting, uh, was a bigger prospect than everyone you mentioned at one point. And so it's kind of funny that he's played um, and his numbers aren't impressive. Uh, especially if you just look at the batting average, but he's he's he actually has gotten on base a little bit. He's he's 23 years old and Jimmy at the the last month the last season he he kind of showed that he was he was figuring it out a little more. Um I I had the stat and I scrolled right past it. Uh in September of last year he hit 292 with a 346 OBP and a 971 OPS. So that's one month, but that's also one month from a top prospect. So he's he's the payday. I mean, they're banking on him being all-star cornerstone shortstop for the next five years, basically. Yeah. Um, no, I, and I get and so that. So when but... when you're when you're getting a guy of that ilk, because um, think about it. Normally, the Yankees are trading for guys that aren't that high up as a prospect. So then you could throw on a couple little shits, and you know the Phillies probably or the Mariners wanted and probably asked for a couple little pieces. But in Carlos Santana, which was uh, like you mentioned, there's with Segura's contract and, and the other major league pieces. Um, again, the Mariners almost took on some more money, but that was to get J.P. Crawford. And Segura's numbers, I, I showed you some of the OPS stuff, and this is his fourth team, which, I mean, you've got a you've got a prospect rule that if you're on two teams, it's shot. I mean, Segura's been on four teams up to this point. 
Um, he's 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 proven, but clearly something's yeah, up prospect. in the clubhouse. He got into a fight with D. Gordon. Um, Nicasio makes a lot of money. He makes nine and a half mil, and I I think Carlos Santana is a guy that everyone was mad at him, like he had a really down year, but his numbers were pretty similar. So I think the Mariners are thinking, hey, let's bring this guy in. He has a couple good games. Uh, all-star break, someone's going to need a first baseman, third baseman type, and we can flip this guy for those little poop prospects you talked about. Yeah, I guess I'm just used to – I understand that he's the main fish. I'm just used to Cashman, who always gets those extra little guys. Like when he yeah. traded Araldis Chapman for Glaber Torres, he also made sure that the Cubs sent him Adam Warren, who turned into a huge piece of our bullpen for two years. And he also made sure the, the Yankees sent him uh, Billy McKinney, who they cash then flipped in a trade for Hap. And it was like Glaber Torres was the main dude, like the biggest dude. But Warren and McKinney also came over. So usually you just see extra little like suckling fish that are sucking on to the Crawford in the trade. And the Mariners didn't do it. So now if Crawford is a bust and most prospects are busts, they really just... Right, but that's the problem. He's like past prospect. Yeah, he's, he's ha- half proven. Yeah. But still, if he's not like really good that whole trade was for nothing and when you're rebuilding you should have more offshoots that you can lean on yeah but then again if the guy is the next i'm trying to think because he's not a rod but i i don't know if he's the next no more all-star shortstop type then it's then, great then yeah. yeah i mean that's how trades work but usually and, i just i just was shocked to see only one person that's helping the future of the Mariners be involved in the trade when they're that's their whole goal right now is to get a ton of people that help the future. Well, they uh, and maybe they can get the ton of people in the other trade. This guy's supposed to be their cornerstone piece. So. J.P. Crawford. All right, Heisman finalists were announced. Do you have any thoughts on these? Because I obviously don't. Uh, I get everyone. I think is Loki. It's it's come down to Kyler and Tua, um, Bama, Oklahoma. Uh, they're playing each other. Yeah, so that's going to be a fun storyline. Um, yeah, I think everyone's kind of rooting for Kyler because um, he's going to go and play baseball after the season, so that's a lot of fun. Uh, he was the A's first-round pick this year. Uh, just athletic guy. And uh, I, I think one of the arguments, and again, this stuff just turns into, you know, just – just picking who you want and kind of, you know, shredding down stats to whatever you want to see. Um, but I don't know. You get the arguments out there. We've, we've talked about this with, you know, Anduhar not getting rookie of the year and MVP awards. What the what do the different awards means? The Heisman finalist is kind of an all encompassing one. Like you're <laughs> you're the best player in college football that year, but you're also important to your team. Like it's it's all of it. And uh, I mean. Tua gets hurt in their last game against Georgia. Jalen Hurts comes in and wins them a game. So it, people are knocking his value because of that. I don't know. I, I think it's going to be close. I think people are leaning Tua, but I don't know. I I have heard that people are leaning Tua as well. Tua. All right. Uh, fun little assignment because Jake knows this stuff. He's... Uh... A, a ravine of information on this stuff. So, and I think it's interesting. So maybe other listeners are interesting. I'm going to do the last 10 Heisman winners, Jake. You're going to tell me what they're doing now, if they're having good NFL careers or not. Sure. Some I know, some I don't. 2007, Tim Tebow won it. Uh, he's having a great pro- professional athletic career. 
for the Mets in their minor league system. 2008, Sam Bradford won it. Uh, healthy, strong, athletic. Uh, dude, one of the best paid quarterbacks ever. Where is he now? He, he started the season as the Cardinals quarterback, and they just cut him. They were like, hey, you're, you're done. But he got paid so much money. Okay. 2009, Mark Ingram Jr. won it. Yeah, right. Mark, Marky Mark's still letting it rip. Him and Camara, your boys in New Orleans. Okay, nice. 2010, Cam Newton won it. Scam Newton. I saw Bad. a Scam Newton jersey on a Bear Bryant statue. Bad couple games from Scam. Yeah, I saw Mike Francesa ripping him. Yeah. 2011, RG3 won it. Robert Griffin III? Yeah, he's having a... <laughs> Man, talk about a whirlwind. He's he's back in the league, though. That's been one of those things that's kind of gotten overlooked. And Where's he? People... Where, who's he with? He's the, he's the backup quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens right now. So he really? That DC area, yeah. I had no idea that was. Yeah, the dude. Thing. So it was, it was. It was kind of insane. They to start this year, they had Flacco, Lamar Jackson, and RG three, and now uh, Flacco's hurt. So yeah, it's it's kind of funny that he's just in the league and it's a quiet thing. Yeah. Two thousand twelve, like, Johnny Manziel won it. Yep. Tearing what? up, tearing up of the professional football league. Two thousand thirteen, Jameis Winston won it. Handsome, strong. Out of favor sometimes in Tampa this year. 2014, Marcus Mariota won it. Yeah, Marcus doing his thing for your Titans. Just dink and dunk all day, Jim. Derrick Henry won it in 2015. Also on your Tennessee Titans. Usually people want him to get the rock a little more. Big guy. 2016, Lamar Jackson won it. We t- just talked about him. Your, your, your Baltimore Ravens. A couple Heisman Trophy winners back there. Is he the starting quarterback for the Ravens? Right now, yeah. Holy shit, I know nothing. Yeah. Flacco, <laughs> but he got hurt. Okay. Oh, I was like, I should have known that. Yeah. Uh, 2017, Baker Mayfield. Yep, heard of him. Tearing up Cleveland. The lowest winning percentage or, or the lowest percentage that won was Ingram. Ingram won with 46% of the vote. It'd be really cool. Well, I mean, it's going to be cool either way. Um, but if Kyler Murray could win and then have, like, a Hall of Fame baseball career, that's one of those, like, I'm I'm the best. <laughs> and that's the half. I don't know. I think it was a good first half. If you're not... <laughs> okay nice uh if you're not interested in mlb trades and the heisman winners maybe you didn't enjoy the first half i think so i i think there there's a lot fewer people there's a while when people wanted to hate baseball like people were done with baseball like lacrosse baseball slow and dead now i think people like baseball they just they don't feel the need to be mean to it anymore. They're like, oh, if you're into that, go knock yourself out. Or yeah, maybe they're a- just nicer to us because they know how much we like baseball. <laughs> no, I think what happened was fantasy baseball started and everyone was like, you guys and your stats and you're so nerdy. And then right. it pivoted to football and they were like, okay, this is awesome. Sure. But yeah, th- what? I don't know. I don't know. I was I was gonna go some advanced stat stuff, but now I'm kind of over it. 
It'll be the Mariners trade is really interesting, especially this one because, yeah, you're right. Like Crawford doesn't do well. S- super egg on your face, Mariners. Um, but like that's the thing with every trade. I I was telling you also, you know, Segura is a guy who's coming up on 29 to start next season. There's no contingency um, plans in that trade, and usually GMs put like fallbacks, right? So I I don't know. Hopefully it works. Oh, we didn't um, talk about how the Warriors were uh, scared of getting meningitis last year. Yeah, you you wrote that on there, and I I still don't know what you're talking about. Oh, so last year um, the Warriors had all these quotes during their like they lost like ten of seventeen at the final stretch. Right. They're like, oh, we're going through so so tough times, and no one knew what they were talking about. And the coach was like, if we can get through that, we can get through anything. And now it came out they were going through a meningitis scare. Someone that handled their food got meningitis, and they were scared they were going to get meningitis, so they changed the practice facilities. They uh, like they had to eat lunch on themselves, and they changed the food and all this. And people were kind of like, that's what it was? Right. They were scared of getting sick? So it's interesting, though. That is interesting. Well, um, what was I going to say? Um, Jimmy, how much money do you think Sam Bradford has made playing football? I don't really know NFL contracts so much. $100 million, I'll just throw out there. Because wasn't this I before like bonus limits and stuff like that? Wasn't he the he last was... like bonus baby? Like, Yeah, like they were... <laughs> I. The draft, I want to say maybe it was did it, did we go Sam Bradford to Cam because that that might have been it, um, but yeah they because then it, you could just pay the draft picks whatever and there was more holdouts and then the quarterbacks were asking for crazy money they were getting paid like top five quarterback money, uh, I think after this year, I think Sam Brad's, I I now now I lost my number but it's it's okay looks like a hundred and twenty nine so million. Yeah, yep, so hundred thirty million, and he's man, he's been hurt so much. Which, dude, that kind of sucks. Like, I don't actually. He's yeah, guarantees a hundred fifty nine million. I mean, he's uh, Sam's gonna be good for life. It's actually funny though that everybody really, <laughs> everybody really likes him. <laughs> Everyone cool. says all these really nice quotes about him. So it's like, yeah, he's a good teammate, nice guy. <laughs> it's like, well, okay, cool, cool. All right, second half of the show, we got the news, the real news. Should I have to make a sound effect for the real news? So here we go, the I real news. I heard the news today, oh boy. That's a good sound effect. I'll find a bunch of songs about the news. Okay. Including that one. Yeah, a little snippet. Here's all the stories we got, and then we'll dig into each individual one. A man trying to drive like Ace Ventura with his head out the window slams car into a tree. An armed and extremely dangerous convicted murderer escapes from Payne County Jail by pretending to be another guy. Kid Rock was fired from the Nashville Christmas Parade, but plans to show up to lead it anyway. A man in Nepal can lick his own forehead and boot-cut jeans are back in style, maybe? What gets your goat? You know where I'm starting. Ace Ventura? My name is Kid! Are you kidding me? (laughs) 
I got the Woodstock 1999 version. My name is Kid. It's Kid Baby. It's Kid Rock. That It's Kid Baby is fantastic. So, yeah. Sorry that I had to play that. Oh, I paused it. In this YouTube video, there's a topless girl. Holy shit. Look at this. Four minutes, 12 seconds in. I paused it on the frame of the topless girl. Fantastic. I didn't even mean to. Got boobs on my screen for the rest of the show now. But, yeah, we'll go watch Kid Rock Bow with the Bow, 1999 Woodstock. It is a treat of a music video or YouTube video. Kid Rock, fired from the Nashville Christmas Parade. Yep. But plans to show up to lead it anyway. Yep. What do you expect? That's Kid Rock. Of course you're going to fire him. Of course he's going to show up anyway. Yeah. So Kid Rock uh, called called Joy Behard uh, the B word this week, which which Bunt made some news. Yep. And uh, so yeah, they you know, Kid Rock, you're fired from Grand Marshal of the Nashville Christmas Parade, uh, and. Kid Rock will, quote-unquote, will show up and is going to try to participate as the Grand Marshal tomorrow, um, said his attorney. And uh, So I think it's going to be like a big standoff, they said. Yeah. His, his agent or his lawyer called the best analogy a, a standoff at high noon. <laughs> uh, and then he, he caught himself and he said, well, I guess it'll be a standoff at 8 a.m. because it's for a parade. Um, Here's my thing. If Kid Rock shows up and leads this parade, it will be fantastic. Oh, yeah. Rebel and without a cause, just standing up there screaming. Now, especially with this story, uh, if Kid Rock takes it upon himself to, to go in there and own this parade, I mean, you're, you're going to want to be there. There's some parade runner right now, like, that just doesn't understand what's going on. Parade runner? Yeah, like there's probably like a nice lady who's in charge of this parade. Been planning it for two years. And now she's crying to her husband because we kicked him out and he said he's going to come anyway. It's going to turn my parade into a riot. She kind of got a point. Why can't it be a husband who planned it crying to his wife? Oh, dude, men are not detail-oriented enough to organize a parade. Oh, I've thrown some pretty bitchin' parades in my day. Have you? I don't think you Basically, have. just me and Noodle walking around the coffee table. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm excited for Kid. You. You know, uh, uh, my appreciation for Kid Rock has grown. <laughs> after, I say that after he he called Joy Behar a B I T C H. Um, no, obviously a guy that's not as musically as talented as some other stars out there, but the guy was a hell of a performer. He's a showman, like that clip. His his uh, music resume is pretty big. He's got a top record in yeah. rock, rap, gospel, and country. <laughs> the man's a damn, he's a performer. Um, so I don't know. I, I hope it ends maybe with Kid Rock putting on a show and maybe giving an apology, but I feel like 
Nobody Kid Rock talking is about. Kid Rock's going to leave this parade. Apology. This yeah. parade is going to turn into a Kid Rock concert. I hope all the supporters from around the nation come show up. I hope it's mayhem. I hope the regulars are like, "Oh my God, what's going on? What is this? This is not what we wanted." You're like, "You shouldn't have. You should have let him just call Joy a bitch and go on with his life because now you're in a you're in a heap of shit." Don't he's fuck. the new he's the new midnight mayor of Nashville. I mean, if this parade doesn't open up with my name is Kid, it's Kid, baby, Kid Rock, boom. And then all the floats start moving forward. You almost, think, can't, you almost can't keep up that pace for a parade. I want him just walking in front of the parade in silence the whole time. Oh, no, no. I want him rocking out. Well, no, because think that's what I that's what I'm trying to get through my head right now. Because okay, he's been fired. It's not like Kid Rock and his crew are running the tunes. Like they've brought in someone to run the parade music or whatever the hell they're doing. So I think I just want Kid Rock walking in front of a float very slowly, ideally to no music, okay. with with a power cane, looking at the people like I own the city now. <laughs> All right. I mean, we'll have to see. We're going to find out. Which story do you want to talk about, Jim? We're going to the guy, a uh, convicted murderer who escaped jail. He was at a courthouse for to be arraigned. His name is Patrick Walker, but he goes by Naughty. Naughty Walker. 34. Naughty. Five foot seven inches tall, weighing about 174 pounds, with black hair, brown eyes. Um, large scar running parallel to his jawline from the left side of his face. That's tough. Sorry, Naughty, about that. You did kill someone, though. Um, he was at the courthouse, and uh, another guy, his cellmate's, a cell, a cellmate's roomie got parole, and Naughty just was like, I look like that motherfucker. I'm going to try and walk out the door as if I'm him. And then he did. Easy, <laughs> easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Naughty's free. Yeah. So, good, good luck, Naughty. Everyone loves a prison escape, right? Don't be too naughty. Ooh. He already killed someone, so he's pretty naughty. Pretty naughty. Everyone loves a prison escape. But then you just want it to be like Andy Dufresne's and people that were wrongly convicted. Because right. like, it's this weird thing where like, oh, dude, prison escape, that's fucking awesome. And it's like, yeah, but you're rooting for a murderer now. And you're like, yeah, that part sucks. Yeah, I mean, here's if if Naughty was actually smart, he would like he would do a good Christmas deed. Like he would go see some family and he'd like bring bring them a dinner or something and then turn himself back in. And that way he'd he'd come back and they'd be like then then America would be on his side and they'd be like, "Oh, this this inmate, he escaped. He could have done anything. He could have, he could have raped, killed, or murdered. And all he did was, was deliver a nice Christmas ham to his family. Why don't we give this guy parole? And then it builds up, and then it's on the serial podcast, and then it's a story. And now, now this guy's got some actual options, and said, "Well, hey, maybe, maybe he, he's on the lamb forever now." But that'd be my move. You got a lot of friends in Oklahoma. That's where this took place. Yeah, okay, see. Yeah. Um, he murdered a 19-year-old in 2003. What I don't get... What I don't get is he pretended to be someone else, right? 
Pandarvis. He pretended to be this other guy named Pandarvis. Right. Um, what happened to Pandarvis? Did Nadi kill Pandarvis, then steal his identity? Because why is Pandarvis not excited about his parole and eager to be like, no, 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 no I'm, I'm Pandarvis. I get paroled. What yeah, happened I, there? It seems to me like he killed Pandarvis and made this plan happen, but that might be too many movies I'm watching. Yeah, no, I think if he killed Pandarvis, that news would already be known. Um, I'm I'm guessing he was either buddies with them, and he was like, bro, let me oh, run with this. Oh, dude, Pandarvis. Or, oh, this is cool. Pa- this is how it happened. Pandarvis wasn't paroled. Pandarvis had a more reasonable bond, and... He like so he just saw that he looked like Pandarvis and then he called up his boys on the outside. was like, yo, there's this dude in here. His name's Pandarvis. I look just like him. Post his bond. I'll go free. So that's what happened. So Pandarvis doesn't even know. Pandarvis doesn't have people that love him enough to post the bond. Sorry. Sorry, Pandarvis. That's interesting. Well, I hope they catch him, I guess. Or I hope. He like yeah. goes yeah, down I to Mexico, he'd... doesn't kill anyone else in the rest of his life, and kind of well, no. See, can you root for a murderer? It's very tricky with prison escapes because I like that's what I'm. Cool. I'm saying best case scenario here is he returns, apologizes, did a nice thing. Man trying to drive like Ace Ventura with his head out the window crashes into a tree. What are your thoughts? This is scary news to me, Jim. Lincoln, Nebraska. We've both been there. Yeah. He smashed a car into a tree and a retaining wall while driving with his head out the window like Ace Ventura. According to a police report accident, according to a police accident report, the driver of the vehicle said he was driving with his head out the window because the car's windshield wipers were not working. Okay. So hey, he's got a reason. I've been close to that before. I had to drive with my car out the, with my head out the window one time. Why are they just pinning this Ace Ventura storyline just to get headlines? Because if it was actually raining and his wipers weren't working, then that's how you have to drive. Well, here's the the final part of the article is the man fled the, se- the, the scene of the single vehicle accident, but was contacted by authorities a short time later. He was processed for driving under the influence and had a blood alcohol of 0.137, according to the report. So, OK, so headline guy crashes because he's drunk. Yeah. Ventura um, getting a bad rap here. You are right. This article is hilarious because some of the things that they poke out, A, I think they did add the Ace Ventura part to to get a little more action. But, um, I mean, they do have someone quoted saying that, but it looks like it's the police report. Um, But, yeah, (laughs) the picture's cracking me up because a scene from the 1994 movie Ace Ventura Pet Detective starring Canadian actor Jim Carrey. Like, why was that a huge piece of info? Because you got to get all the keywords in there for the the SEO and the clicks. Canadian. I had a drive like this once. I went to move to California, and I had a junior year of high school. I hockey rink was like twenty minutes away. Had to go on the highway. They call it a freeway over there. And I came out from my hockey practice, and this group of girls they were like in a prank war with us, but we never pranked them. They were sure. like flirting because we were friends, but it was kind of annoying because they antiqued my car. So I threw water on it, then flour. Right. I couldn't drive. I couldn't see a thing. It caked on there. It got stuck. Right. I like I had to drive with my head out the window. We tried to scrape little eye holes for me to drive. Couldn't see a thing. And then we went to the car wash across the street, or I did. I think someone was with me. 
couldn't couldn't get it off. So I had to drive with my head out the window for a while. Uh, I was better at it than this dude, but he was drunk. I was sober. And then I had to scrape all the flour off with a butter knife on my driveway. And I called the girls and I was like, yeah, this wasn't a fun prank. This yeah. is something you do to people you don't like. As in, in Southbury, like people TP'd people and did pranks, but they did it to people they didn't like. Well, you got out before junior and senior year, too. That's when when you when when all of us have vehicles and you could start doing the legit pranks, the pranks went up to friends or to people you didn't like. Yeah, to friends. Man, I was like, this sucks, guys. I you just ruined my car. And then yeah. they'd come TP my house. And I was like, what? Let's do this to people we don't like, because it's like, right. I, I don't like this. I don't have. I'd rather do. Yeah, it. there's there's some forking of lawns. That's harmless. It's so easy to clean up. Yeah. I mean, hey, TPing is a bitch to clean up because sometimes they get stuck in the trees forever, right. especially if it rains. And then the the antiquing on my car was a hell. I was scraping yeah. it with a butter knife. It took me like five hours. Yeah, I'm sorry about the antiquing. That that didn't take place. Yeah, man in Nepal. Oh, a man in Nepal can lick his own forehead. I mean, fucking nice, <laughs> nice. And Jake, GQ said boot cut jeans are back in style. But everyone responded on Twitter saying, "No, they're not. You guys are wrong." Hey, you 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 don't you know where I stand on fashion? I you just got to be confident enough to rock it. Nice. You rock boot cut jeans? Sure. What's that mean? I don't really know. It means they're really wide by the by the by the bottom, so they can go over your boot. I think. I don't wear them. Boot I know that. Cut jeans. Yeah, as I I shared with everyone on here. Um, I bought my first pair of jeans a couple weeks ago, and I saw the bootcut jean area. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like almost can't tell. <laughs> All right. Well, that about ends the real news, and now we're going on to what's worse Tuesday, Dead Tuesday, Bad Tuesday, Jake's favorite, least favorite day. So we got what's worse. This is the one Jake liked today. What's worse, Jake, getting dumped or having to dump someone? This is a, this is a tough one, Jim. Um, I I was gonna take the well, I was gonna say high road, but that's that's not the term. Um, I'm I'm gonna say getting dumped. I'm gonna say getting dumped. I'd say having to dump someone is worse at first. Does that make sense? Initially, I think having to dump someone is worse. Yeah. But I think over time, the getting dumped holds up. Have, get it, having to dump someone is worse. Yeah? Opinion. Yeah. Because if you get dumped, you're either not putting in effort, which means you don't care, or you're just being a bad boyfriend, or... Like if you if you truly love someone and want to be with them, they won't dump you. There you go. Just be good. But what if they do? Like there's people that feel that way and do get. Yeah, dumped. I don't know. I've never been in that. Situ- <laughs> never been in that situation. So I don't know. But having to dump someone sucks. There's some. There's some celebrity, or someone said this once. So I'm not. I don't want to say it's not my original words. But it was basically, yeah. If we get in a relationship, that's great. I'm not gonna cheat on you, and I'm not gonna break up with you. So here goes ten years. Not bad. <laughs> I was like, whoa. That's good. No, having to dump someone sucks, man. 
Yeah, there's the well. So exact. So here's here's my counter. So what you said for getting dumped is that you're either being a bad boyfriend or whatever it is. That would mean if you're someone dumping someone, that would mean you have a good reason to dump them. Oh, so here's the, here's how it breaks down in my head. I'd rather get hurt than hurt someone else. Right, 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 right. But yeah, I don't know. I just think that initial having to dump someone sucks because of that reason. Um, but end of the day, if you look back and you're like, yeah, I got dumped. I don't know. Not good times. No, but maybe it's a wake up call. Maybe so is dumping someone else. Happy anniversary, Wayne. Stacy, we broke up two months ago. Well, that doesn't mean we can't still go out. Well, it does, actually. That's what breaking up is. Will, are you going to go to the gas works tonight? No. 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 You know, Wayne, if you're not careful, you're going to lose me. I lost you two months ago. Are you mental? We broke up. Get the net. That's tough when you got to break up with someone they refuse to be broken up with. Yeah, that's a power play. <laughs> that's a, such a good scene. I think we got to wrap it up there. That's <laughs> yeah. a strong ending. Strong ending. All right. That is the end of this episode of John Boy and Jake Radio. We'll be back tomorrow. We got Twitter questions of the day. Tweet, tweet at Jimmy if you'd rather dump him or be dumped by him. Yeah, yeah. Let me know. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. Uh, good intake for me. I'll write it all down. I'll keep tabs and I'll make all my future decisions off it. Thanks for listening to John Boy and Jake Radio. We will see you tomorrow. Love you. She's as cute as she can be She's a distant cousin But she's not too distant with me We kiss, we kiss all, night. all night I speak, I speak. is her type. her type But we're kissing the cousin That's what makes it all right, all right, all right, all right Oh, I've got a gal and she told me how to live She can give a lot and she Got a lot to give. We kiss all night. I squeeze her tight. But we're kissing cousins. That's what makes it all right. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, we're all cousins. That's what I believe.